This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International. and with Andrea Miller. She's the CEO of Simply the Story. I'm the leader of my organization as well. Hey, we're all in this leadership space, mm-hmm. right? We're all in this space where we are. We have employees, budgets to deal with. You guys have donors. I have contractors. We have all of these pressures that are on us. But David, you and I are in a space that's really familiar for guys. Andre, you have a special challenge in being a woman in, in a CEO space. And so we want to talk about that a little bit. So, um, you know, David, I just want to toss it to you. What do you think are some of the special challenges that women face in the CEO space? And uh, Andre, want to hear from you about that here in a minute, too. Yeah, well, that's why I think it's uh, such an opportunity here with having Andrea on um, the podcast with us, because you know, I think it's a struggle for a lot of women. Uh, and we, of course, I think the reality of it is, Mark, we have a lot of men on, you know, I mean, we're men and we do. that's, yeah. the, and you know, I think I'd have to talk to my wife if I was hanging out with a bunch of women all the time. So I think that's a natural thing, but, <laughs> but I love having some connection with other women who are in leadership. They inspire yeah. me. I've learned so much. Andrea has been a, a personal impact in my life. So I'm always excited when we could get women leaders, because we know the scripture talks about that men and women made in the image and likeness of God. And God, when Christ comes into our life, he makes us leaders. There's a lot of women out there, Andrea, who would love to hear your story of like, uh, what does that look like to mature in leadership? One, you know, a CEO, which is unique. Two is to the Christian body is three to, you know, the persecuted church. Uh, Cause this podcast is about leadership um, to the church at risk. In the persecuted yeah. church. Yeah. So my first question, I guess uh, directly is, were you born a leader or is that something that <laughs> developed? Uh, tell us kind of how that leadership thing happened. Uh, leadership skills were not my specialty. I didn't even get out of diapers till I was five years old. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a story there. <laughs> That's for another podcast, of course. <laughs> uh, as far as leadership was concerned, I had always looked at leadership as unattainable. Uh, but I'll tell you, God kept pushing me and I had to go through some very hard years to even get to the spot of being even thought of as a leader, which was very interesting. But my mentor gave me opportunities after opportunities, and I can't thank her enough for those opportunities because through them, I made a ton of mistakes and she worked with me and I grew. And that is from the Lord. So becoming the head of this ministry, I'd always wonder Mm. what would it be like to be the head of my, uh, Mm. of my own ministry or or of a ministry. And I don't wonder anymore. As a matter of fact, I I kind of prefer to be the second as opposed (laughs) to the first, because there's a lot more, responsibilities and the buck stops with the person at the top. So any problems, guess what? I get to bear those problems, whether it's somebody way out in the field or somebody in my own home office, I hurt with them. And that pain is something that I can't get rid of. I want to bring some of these leadership, Christ-like leadership principles out. You just talked about how key it was right out of the gate here of Dorothy putting up with your mistakes, which, you know, of course we know 
in Christian um, dumb, but that's grace. And Jesus came with grace and truth. How important is that in your discipleship with others that you continue to lead with grace, but continue to, you know, have a high standard of truth? Talk, talk about that a little bit more. Well, there's plenty of people all over the world we're still working with who are making what I would call boneheaded decisions. Mm -hmm. It just happens. But I have to work with several of our leaders and say, look, this is something where we have to work on it and we'll work on it together and we'll grow from it. There are some places where I set a foot down where I won't take it. And that is when there's lying because lying, you don't, you have to, it takes one moment to um, hurt whatever trust system has been set up with a lie. And it takes several years to build it back. And when somebody lies at that point, you don't know from then on forward if they're telling the truth or lying because that trust system has been violated. So that's one of the areas I, I, I can't work with. I just, I don't care if you've made mistakes, we'll work with it. But the lying ha leaves a whole lot of ambiguity from then on forward. So that trust system has to be kept intact to move forward. But we have leaders who are just struggling and I want to work with them. And that's part of that discipleship as well. Now, I want to push in now to the issue more even of the womanhood. You know, that you're in a space that does not have as much women. And what does it look like to be a leader and mature in Christ in the you know, serving the church? Uh, talk about that. Is that a struggle for you? What does that look like uh, in, in your world? In order to talk about that, you have to go back to scripture because that's where I had to start, is what do the scriptures mm -hmm. say? And clearly in Genesis 3, Satan uh, hates women. God says, mm -hmm. I will put enmity between your seed and her seed, between you and the woman. I mean, he God put that mm -hmm. enmity there. Satan hates mm -hmm. women. And if you go back even mm. further to Genesis 1, you'll see that God created male and female. He created them at the same time. So spiritually speaking, there's something different from when God made woman. When God made woman, he made man from the dust of the ground and he took woman out of man. So there's two differences there. And <clears throat> understanding that is important. So when you come to world religions, including parts of Christianity, when it's not based on scripture, you're going to see women put down because mm -hmm. if it's, wow, if it's not from God, guess what? It's from Satan. Let me just uh, jump in for a second. That's profound. I think, Andrea, I appreciate you bringing that out. Um, you just brought me to another depth there too, even in my own heart, because I think how profound it is that Satan first attacked the woman. And, you know, we, we think about even Mark and I have talked to many other men who many times attacks against us come through our wives. Mm. And, and there is a hatred there. And what's, what I want to throw in, too, for you to continue on in this discussion is it's interesting. In the last couple of years, I've had some really significant conversations with other leaders, how we believe and seeing more and more that women are the uh, canary in the cave as far as persecution goes. Because in the persecuted world, Men are severely persecuted, but women are persecuted even at a higher level and in more points and ways. And and they're the and the scripture talks about it, the more vulnerable. And so they're easy target. 
we've looked at the way you could judge a society or culture, spirituality, uh, their openness to, to God is really look at the way they treat women. So go on with some of these thoughts uh, of really the maturity of the church, um, what that looks like for the church, for you uh, in leadership. Well, <clears throat> I'm not a leader in my church. I'm a leader in a ministry. And so that's one thing to distinguish church leadership okay. different from ministry leadership. And the beauty okay. is there are some scriptures out there that are being used against women. Uh, and I have seen, like, I believe it's in First Thessalonians 2, where I believe that's a husband-wife relationship, but it's being used to say that a woman cannot have authority over a man. But if you reverse that, that means every man gets authority over the woman. And that's not the case. Mm -hmm. The husband is the one who is in authority over his wife. And that's the authority structure being talked about in that passage. And it even goes on to refer back to Adam and Eve, Adam and mm -hmm. his wife in the garden, because mm -hmm. that is the first marriage that existed. And mm -hmm. it keeps referring to some things that were said in Genesis 3 in that passage. So having an understanding of the context of some of these passages being used to put women down has actually helped me to understand, no, oh, it's not being applied totally correctly in some cases. Mm -hmm. And in other cases, it's being applied very well. So I've had to go back and search the scriptures to be comfortable with my role as a leader in this ministry. And I encourage any women out there, go back search the scriptures, find the context of those scriptures. Yeah, and I think we have to always be careful to go back to the scriptures to see what it actually says and to make sure it's not just our cultural context, whether that's our actual culture or our church culture that's dictating uh, how people should be treated. Hey, we got to run to a break. So when we get back, we'll pick up this conversation about women in leadership inside of Christian ministries. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Every Sunday in America, over 60 million people freely walk into the doors of a church fellowship. But not everyone enjoys this kind of social freedom. Christians face harassment in 145 countries around the world. Some even give their lives today because of their faith in Jesus. Persecution is harsh. Women and children are the most vulnerable of all people groups. But be inspired that your family in Christ is boldly sharing love and hope, despite local officials doing everything they can to silence them. In fact, let me assure you that our prayers today bring them comfort and love. Thank you for standing with our persecuted family. To stay informed and to help assist, go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. He's the CEO of SOM International and also with Andrea Miller. She is the CEO of Simply the Story. And we're talking about what it's like to be a CEO and a woman in this CEO space. And uh, David, uh, you have done some work, you know, searching the scriptures. Tell us a little bit about your you know, struggle with the scripture in women in leadership and ministry. Yeah, Mark, right before the break, Andrea just said some significant um, words and insight into scripture and tell you about marriage and the roles of man and woman in the image and likeness of God, because both of them are fully uh, in that image. And even in the Hebraic traditions, we fully understand God 
in that marriage relationship. So there's so much robust, I think, depth there. But I just want to, again, applaud, Andrew, where you're going with that, because, you know, we, we see the original creation and we see that there's God the Father and then Adam the son, and, we're in, and of course Christ comes the full son. It's, Adam was the first corrupted son, we get the son. And, but the, the mystery, and it's just hinted at, is the Holy Spirit. But we had the woman who's then, as the helpmate, the Ezer in, in Hebrew, who later we find out in John specifically, that the that Jesus sends the Holy Spirit as the helper, and so we had the so really that is I believe we see the consistency through Scripture, the best and, and deepest and um, again profound picture we have of the Trinity is uh, the marriage relationship, where uh, again the Father is the one who has brought the Son and the to the, the sons of God together uh, in His image and likeness, and then the role of the Holy Spirit with with the woman. And, um, and, and that's leadership all within different roles and within that marriage context. So really applaud that. Thank you so much, Andrew, bringing that out. So, uh, Andrea, I wanted just to ask you, all right, there may be some people who are listening to this podcast. Uh, maybe they are a woman who is in seminary or a woman who is uh, thinking about taking on a ministry role, um, you know, maybe in a parachurch ministry like you're in or, or some other kind of leadership role. What would you say to somebody who is aspiring to be in leadership, a woman who is aspiring to be in leadership in ministry? I would challenge them to spend time in the scriptures to become confident of what God is saying in, in those scriptures about women, because we have other women in leadership throughout the scriptures, Deborah being notable in the Old Testament sure. and even in the New Testament, there's references to women leaders. And the passage I was referring to uh, earlier was actually 1 Timothy chapter 2. Mm. And I know there's some passages in 1 Corinthians 10 or 11 as well that some, some people about women having their head covering. So be uh, don't cement yourself. Uh, we use, we have an illustration about putting bricks in the wall, dry stack those bricks in the wall about women in leadership. When you have your scriptures and what you believe those scriptures to mean, don't cement those bricks in because God's going to constantly be teaching us through his word. And we're going to get a better understanding of women in leadership as we continue to search out his word. And that may be five years later, 10 years later. And if you've cemented a brick in that needs to be moved and replaced with something new, then you're not going to be open to that. It's going to be harder to chisel out that cement. So dry stack those bricks of what you understand about women in leadership from the scriptures. That would be probably the biggest thing I would challenge women who are aspiring to be leaders in ministry or wherever God's calling them. Uh, Andrea, I just love that. Again, it's that really what you're leading to is our identity in Christ, which we grow in that by knowing the word of God. And to be at full circle, you're over God's story, simply the story. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. And women will rise up to fullness in their identity in Christ and their image as they know God's word, put it in their heart, and then help disciple others with that and, and, and proclaim it. And I think it's, um, and so I just know there's women listening to, to this today who are really struggling with that and who really want more of the Lord and to be, to fill their, their role and 
and their calling that God's given to them. Uh, on this uh, podcast, would you mind closing our time with a prayer just for those listeners out there to really come to some deep conclusions about the woman's role in leadership, especially to the your church at risk? Sure. Lord, thank you so much for um, just letting us be part of uh, the laborers in your harvest field, Lord. You said the laborers are few, and that's the issue, not the harvest. And help us not to put people aside because of their age or because of their gender or because of something we see might be an issue, Lord, but to continue to equip the laborers that they may be part of this harvest Lord, thank you so much for raising up women who are not only strong, but willing and equip them to be understanding and merciful and graceful at the same time. Uh, there, are, there are plenty of things women can do better, just like men. We're all your children in Christ. And I'm just so grateful that you didn't separate us and say there's a different class here. Lord, we just praise you and ask that in everything you get the glory, no matter what. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, hey, let me just wrap up with a few last thoughts here. First off, um, hey, if you're a woman in leadership, you're going to want to get our newsletter. <laughs> That's at atriskradio.com or at spiritofmartyrdom.com. And you can see how, uh, first of all, how women are leading out throughout the world and also how women are facing some special uh, trials when it comes to persecution. Uh, women in the persecuted church have it exceptionally difficult. Matter of fact, this year uh, for International Day of Prayer for the Persecuted Church, we're focusing on the struggles that women have. Hey, you can also support our ministry by, by subscribing to this podcast, by leaving us a comment. Let me give you a couple other websites here for you to go to. Uh, the next one is simplythestory.org. So if you're interested in Andrea's ministry and finding out more about that, please go to simplythestory.org. Hey, if you want to get some materials, we want to encourage you to go to SOMbookstore.com. And that's where uh, we have developed many, many books and various materials and training and all kinds of things at uh, SOMbookstore.com. And you can pick that up for just a donation. All right. Hey, we've gone long, so I better wrap it up. So my name is Mark Stafford. Thank you, Andre, for being here. This has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.